You're listening to The Real Health Podcast by Ebony May. Hello everyone, welcome back to Real Health Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ebony May, and today is part two of the Cultivating Confidence series, and I am joined reluctantly by Jordan. Not reluctantly, I asked to be here. Did you? Yeah. You asked to not be here. Since when? (laughs) You're saying that confidently. You (laughs) You said you don't want to be in this episode. Today we're talking about how confidence breeds confidence in part two of this cultivating confidence series because I think that it's an important aspect as I said in the first episode it's a multifaceted issue confidence so if you do want to listen to episode one that was a few episodes ago and we talk about my personal method which is the copy and paste confidence method what's wrong with being what's wrong with being what's wrong with being confident okay so today as we said we're talking about confidence breeding confidence confidence essentially is being able to or having the ability to do something confidently, successfully and efficiently. I know that for me, this is definitely true. I know that for everyone in the world that this is true in some ways, because let's think about, you know, when we were little at the start, like we were very scared to walk. We were not born with the ability to walk. But as we get better at walking, then we start to run around and we don't have that fear of falling. Mm. You know, so once you get better at something, you are more confident at it. Um, And you'll take more risks and you'll be more successful and you'll learn a lot more about yourself or whatever it is that you're doing once you're more confident and in turn more confident. Exactly. I remember when I first, my first drive ever, I was in my dad's, he had an FJ Cruiser, Toyota Mm. FJ Cruiser, so it was huge. I was very, very scared. I wanted to get out of the car. I absolutely hated it. And now I don't really think twice about driving. Obviously, I'm a very safe driver and I do think about it, but there is no, I'm a very confident There's no feeling at the back of your head going, oh, there's so much danger in this. I might crash. I might do this. Yeah. And there's no, there's no doubt for me. I don't have that self-doubt or that fear. Um, and I think to me, that's what confidence is, to be able to do something without doubting yourself constantly. Let's do it like a quick summary of one experience for you where competence has led to you feeling confident in a certain aspect. Um, yeah, well, I think it's pretty obvious that the, the job that I'm currently in. Um, so mine's we're in. We're in, sorry. Yeah, I've now moved on to another role. But um, So mine's customer facing. So if you don't know something, it's pretty obvious when that customer asks you a question. Yeah. You know, how does this work? And if you don't know... Um, you're going to fumble. Sorry, you, Julia, I'll tell you later. Yeah, you're going to fumble. You're going to look like a bit of a fool. You're going to lose your confidence and mm-hmm. slowly and slowly you, you you lose control of that conversation. Yeah. Um, where competence, so when you know as much about the role as you can or as much as what you need to know, or you don't even have to need to know everything, just know enough. You can say, um, you can answer their question outright. You can answer their question halfway and, you know, follow up later. Or you'll get hit with a question and you'll say, I don't know. Uh, I know most things about this role, but I don't know that. Um, so I can definitely get back to you on it. Um, or you'll just naturally accept that there's things that you don't know about it. But uh, by you being competent, you know what you do and don't know. Yeah. Um, and, you, and, and what you should and shouldn't know. Um, so you can naturally be more confident. You'll sound better the way you speak. Um, the experience that you have for, you know, the customer or whatever other situation that you're in, whether yeah. it's work-wise or going to the gym or, you know, 
cooking food, going out on a date with someone, all those sorts of scenarios, the more confident you are, the easier you'll take those unknowns, and the, the, the experiences that you don't expect or the conversations that you don't expect. So what does this really mean in terms of you guys cultivating confidence? Well, it's about putting the onus on yourselves and doing the work and doing the practice to be able to feel more competent. And it doesn't mean that you have to be an expert at everything that you're doing. Mm. But let's do a few examples. So we talked before, before we turned the mic on, a little bit about social settings. So if you're somebody who the main thing you want to cultivate confidence for is when you're in a social setting, that perhaps you need to break that down. What elements of that scare you? Okay, mm-hmm. it's really easy to think, I can, I'm just not good at it. But what, what is it? Is it that you're stumped and you can't think of anything to say in conversation? So maybe it is, and this sounds corny, but going through, what are some good conversation starters? What are some cool facts about myself that don't seem random? Then when someone says, oh, tell me about yourself, I don't feel like I'm about to wet my pants. Yeah. You know, it's about putting the work in because you can say all the time, like, I'm just not confident at it, but do you really want to get better at it or not? This is the, this is the step where it's sort of really making you do that work, that research, what do you need to do? Do you need to research? Do you need to get someone to help you? Do you need to practice it a million and one times before you feel better at it? And it's the same for me. Every time, like I've started three new jobs. I'm working three jobs at the moment and it's been nerve wracking, but I make sure I put the work in to learn people's names, make sure I know their names, make sure I know the systems, make sure I ask questions so that at least at the end of the day, I know what I am doing. It doesn't mean that you have to be doing everything perfectly because you can always fall back on if it was like you said, draw a customer facing role or a role where someone's asking you something you don't know. You can just say, oh, cool. Actually, I haven't had that question before. Let me find out and I'll get back to you. Yeah. It's practicing saying that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's everything. Like it, there are things that all, always trip you up in a certain circumstance. It's working on that and improving on it to become more efficient at it, to get more comfortable doing it. Because once you're comfortable, you can become a lot more confident in that. Mm. And the more confident you become, the more consistent you are. A lot of the times where if you're talking about a certain subject matter or a certain point of view or a certain... Uh, hobby that you have you're going to have a lot of the same conversations and you so for if i'm talking about basketball a lot of the conversations or points that i have i've made with other people um and i use you know their knowledge and my knowledge to to base a conversation around that and it's going to look very similar but the more you do it the better you get at that conversation and the next person that you have that conversation with you're just going to come across as more confident so there's no shame in you saying the exact same thing to two different people yeah. Um, because you're going to be twice as confident in the way you say it the second time. Another thing where another aspect where people lack confidence, I think it's the number one fear above dying, which is public speaking. Yes. I think a few <laughs> tips for this one to increase your competence would be know what you're saying inside out, back to front before you get on stage. Yeah. When you, when you speak for the sake of speaking, it's just not going to come out well. You're going to sound a bit silly. You're going to be constantly searching for the next thing to say and it's yeah. not going to be fluent for you or for the people receiving that conversation? No, inside out and back to front. I could still tell you my prefect speech today that I did in year 10 because I rehearsed it, I rehearsed it, I rehearsed it, and I rehearsed it. Maybe another thing is that every single time that you're in a group setting, for Mm. example, a class or you've gone to, I don't know, a presentation, maybe you put your hand up and ask a question. For that short moment, you are publicly speaking. Everyone is fixating on you, but it's less intimidating. It's not like it's your event. Make, make that little promise to yourself. Every time I go somewhere where it's appropriate for me to stick my hand up and ask a question, maybe I do that. That's going to increase your competence. And maybe it's, you know, sitting in front of friends and family and, you know, telling a story. Yeah. Yep. If you practice on your girlfriend or if you practice on your best mate 
and you know that you might tell this story at Christmas time in front of all your family, and sometimes that sometimes people get nervous talking in front of their family. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I, I, that's not spoken about very much, but you get to Christmas time, and it's not like you're not comfortable around them. But yeah, you see this... them every year, and you've known them the whole your whole life. But you get yeah, nervous you think, explaining stuff. Don't you just think I'm going to say something stupid in front of everyone? It, it's sometimes it's what's your job like at the moment? Yeah, and you bugger up explaining what you do every single day because yeah. you don't explain to people what you do every single yeah. day. So you know, you, with that sort of stuff, if you're worried about getting asked a question rather than getting shy about it or nervous about it not talking to anyone if you expect to be asked what do you do for your job think about it have an imaginary conversation in your head explain it to your friend just pull it out of nowhere and start explaining what you do as a job yeah know the answers that you're going to get asked realistically let's talk about it i think this is a great time if, if particularly oh well, you guys will be listening to this on the first, but you know, now that there's restrictions ease, you will have a lot of family gatherings. So if it is a social setting or public speaking, think about those, those little tidbits that people are often going to ask. They're going to ask, how are you doing? If you've got a partner, they're probably going to ask about your partner and how they're doing. If you've got a job, they're probably going to ask about the job. If you're studying, they're probably going to ask about how your studying is going. And I can guarantee that if you are about to finish studying, that every single person you meet in your whole life could just be the cashier. They're going to ask you, oh, okay, cool. What are you planning to do next year? What are you going to do after the degree? Are you going to uni? Are you going to get a job? Yeah. What are your plans? You are going to get asked a hundred times. And the first few times you're like, oh, I don't know. I really don't have any plans. By the hundredth time you get asked, you're either going to have a solid answer in place or you're just going to say, I don't know. I honestly don't know going to get through the next 12 months or a gap year. I feel like the main point of being confident, especially when you speak confident, it's getting through the day without having that anxiety of having conversation with people mm-hmm. or looking back on your day and thinking, oh, I said something stupid today. I regret that. And then yeah, it just causes anxiety and you lose confidence and it's a, it's a snowball effect and you slowly, slowly lose the ability to go out and, and enjoy your day because you're, you're too worried about what you're saying. Yeah. To sum up, do what you need to do to become more competent at what you're doing. Mm. It sounds a little bit blunt. It doesn't need to be the only thing you're doing to cultivate confidence, but it's a major part. What can you do right now? There is never nothing you can do. Is it making sure you've done the research? Is it asking for help? Is it writing down a few talking points? Is it going to an event and sticking your hand up so you can say that you've technically been a public speaker at an event? Do what you need to do to become more competent. That was part two of the Cultivating Confidence series. I really hope that you got something out of this. If you feel like it's going to be helpful for someone you know, send this through to them so they can cultivate confidence alongside with you. We really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much, Real Health Liz. Until the next episode, we wish you happiness and no more. Goodbye.